Welcome to Trainwreck Marriage. This is Dave Touchton. And this is Susan Touchton. Hey, how are we doing today? Um, just, we, we don't have a great direction today. I'm just going to be honest with you. We're going to let God go. And, and I ask that you share this with your friends. And we don't know what God's going to do with this, but we know God's doing great things. And it is um, affecting people um, and changing lives. So just uh, bear with us this week because um, we really have got a lot mentally going on. Um, we've got a lot of health conditions going on um, close in our family. And, and you know, it's a, it's a really a time right now of, um, you know, reflecting on who God is. And I, I really keep coming back to, um, you know, these things that happen to us and, and whether it be family illness, whether it be death, whether it be this, whether it be that, um, you know, one, one way of looking at it is where was God in this? Why didn't he dot, dot, dot? And, and I'm not saying that's not valid. I'm, what I'm saying is that is one option. Um, the other option though, is really just saying, okay, Lord, you know what, what are you trying to show me? And I, I think that through this situation, what is he trying to show you? I, I understand sometimes dealing with sickness and a death, you, you, it is easy to blame God. I mean, honestly, it, it is, he should have dot, dot, dot. And and, um, uh, you know, there's, I'm very big on asking why, um, but when it comes to illness and death, I ask why a little bit different, um, because uh, you're not going to get the answer of why aunt June died of this. And, and, you know, that one only God's going to be able to answer when you get there. But, um, I, I do ask God what are you trying to show me through this situation? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when it really comes down to it and you're dealing with life or death, you're dealing with family members, you're dealing with whatever struggles going on, um, a bad prognosis or, you know, there, there's different things, but instead of asking why this happened to me, asking what am I supposed to learn through this? becomes productive um because if we don't it it gets to the point to where um we really get focused on why did this happen which a lot of times i, I mean i'm gonna say 90 percent of the time that's never really answered because we're emotional. We got baggage going on. We only want the perfect answer. And even if God was speaking to us, we couldn't hear him yelling at us of why, because we only want certain answers, I guess. Um, so, I mean, as you're, whatever you're going through, which I know some of you are probably going through some things worse than us. Some of us, some of you are not, but it seems like a huge deal to you regardless. And so I, I really, I kind of come to the thought process, you know, over the last couple of weeks as, as, you know, God, what am I supposed to learn through this? Because that's a positive, that's something you can build on. And he will answer those questions. 
Um, and I've seen it multiple times in my life where he has answered directly of after time and after I can sit back and look, it's like, oh yeah, you're, you're wanting to get to know me better. Yeah. And honestly, there's so many things that are going through my head right now. There's, it's just a whirlwind of emotions and stress and, um, but thankfully God has given me a peace, which really surpasses all understanding. I, because, um, I, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but my, um, sister is in Arizona, um, battling the COVID pneumonia and it, it's not looking good. Um, and so just the, all the emotions that go along with that and, um, the reports of she's doing great. And then literally hours later, she's not going to make it. And then she's doing great. She's doing good. And that like, it has really been a roller coaster ride for the last two and a half weeks. And so, um, but through it all, you know, I, the world right now is not the world that we know. It's not the world that we expected. It is full of, um, devastation and fear and the unknown and chaos. And yet, um, for those of us who believe we can take peace and comfort in knowing that God has a plan and we truly have to believe that and that his plan is better than our plan. You know, um, in Joshua 1, 5, he says, um, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He's with us all the time. And um, f for those of us who believe that should bring us great comfort and peace. And for right now where I'm at, it does. It, you know, I went to bed last night or woke up this morning, I can't remember which, just thanking him for the ability to be able to come to him and he hears our prayers. Just getting all the stuff that's inside of me out to someone who loves me unconditionally and more than what I can understand. You know, he is our, our rock. He is our fortress. He is our strength. He is our comfort. He's our peace. Um, he is our everything, and just thanking Him for being all those things that we can't find here on earth. And when we seek Him and seek Him with all our hearts, He will be found. He's not someone that abandoned us. He's not somebody that leaves us. Um, he's, he's just with us, and that gives me peace going through the stuff that we're going through, going through... Um, the world that we're living in right now. Um, in our, you know, 20 minutes from where we live, there was a police shooting um, yesterday, and one officer's dead, and the suspect is dead, and two are fighting for their lives, and it's like, and then you see all these posts about sick kids and um, just all this doom and gloom that's going on. But like David said, what is the lesson? We've got to figure out what the lesson, what lesson are we trying to learn or what is God trying to teach us? And if it's nothing else other than to rely fully on him, then that is enough. Well, and I think this brings up a couple of points in my mind. Bad things happen to good people. Um, there, there's nowhere in the Bible it promised you to, while you're on earth, to have this phenomenal life. And 
you know, I think some of the catch 22s I get into, um, and maybe this won't apply to you is when, when Susan read that verse that God's always with you and he'll never forsake you and so on and so forth. A lot of times in my mind, that means that he needs to answer it the way I want him to answer it. It's not really a, a, you know, I think of uh, Meshach, no, what is yeah. it? Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. And Abednego. Yeah, the three Shadrach, guys, Meshach, yeah, and Abednego. That was in the fire. Um, God didn't put the fire out. He got them through the fire. Mm, that's good. Without them smelling like smoke. And, and I think sometimes we want the easy way out. And then, then I think of uh, all the disciples in the, in the boat with Jesus and he's sleeping and terrible storm. They're all going to die. They call out to him, wake him up, and he stops the wind and the waves. That's what we want every time. We don't want him to walk through the fire with us. And, and I'm speaking for me. I'm not speaking for you, and maybe this means zip to you, and maybe you got it all figured out, but I don't. And, and I think sometimes, for me, it's, it's hard to grasp the thought of he's walking through the fire with you, even though, in my mind, he needs to fix it this way, dot, dot, dot. And when he doesn't, it's like, God, where did you go? Well, and we want the logical answer. Right. Our logical answer is this person be healed. Our logical answer is bad things never happen. Our logical answer is whatever the case may be in whatever situation, heal my marriage or fix my marriage. And we want him, we like rub the bottle thinking that he's a genie and that he's going to make everything better in a split second. And I have learned over the years, really through, we went through our disaster but more so in the last couple of months, maybe year, I don't know. Anyway, that everything that we go through, we is an opportunity to learn something. Yeah. He's not just going to fix us. And if he just fixed our marriage when we were in crisis without us going through the steps that it took for us to grow in him and in one another, we wouldn't be where we're at today. Absolutely. He's not a quick fix. The quick fix is to depend on him and rely on him. And he doesn't work in the logical. He works in the spiritual realm. And he wants more than anything for us to surrender our issues to him, surrender the things to him, let him lead, let him guide, and then learn from whatever he does to, you know, that we have to go through. Right. Well, and I think that um, it's one of those things that when you do things, it, you logically have it planned out how God should fix it. Exactly. <laughs> you, you logically say, okay, God, you know, you need to fix it this way. Right. And then when he doesn't, we're pissed off at him. It's like, God, how could you leave me? Why did you do that? You know, I... <sighs> What, what God's been showing me is your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. Yes. I'm going to walk through the fire with you. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I think back of uh, when my friend Stacy shot himself. Um, we were in the bar one night drinking just because I didn't know what else to do with it. And and honestly, it was a real, real struggle at that point in time in life. And, and Susan made the comment, you know, God's probably looking down at us going, oh, my gosh, again. And I got a great piece over me saying, no, he's beside us crying that we've had to go through this. You know, my, my thing is, we've learned a great deal, not from all the good times. All the good times, we flow through life going, God, we got it. We don't need you no more. Right. We got it figured out. Thanks for your help. Um. Every time we've grown greatly spiritually, it's been in the rock bottom, horrible times. It's been in the fire. It's been in the refining. It's been, that's when our great spiritual growth has happened. Um, never has it happened when things are flowing along greatly. And it wasn't fun going through, you know. It wasn't fun going through it. It wasn't fun um, and and wondering why and asking the question and all that. Um, but David's right. It's through the trials that we grow closer to him. Go back to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Although they were thrown in the fire knowing that they weren't going to be burned. they tr- They had such a trust in God. And that's, I guess, what I'm trying to strive for, that no matter what fire comes our way, no matter what trial comes our way, we know that he's got us and that he's in it with us, no matter what the outcome is. Right. Well, and I I think that as human nature, um, you know, and logically we found ways of fixing things, um, and we we really expect God to mimic our pattern. Honestly, it, it kind of gets to the point where, you know, if God doesn't do it the way we think He should, then we're mad at Him or we're disappointed in Him or what whatever is in your head. Or we question Him. Right, right. I mean, that's I, and I guess that's really my thing today is we're we're going through a lot of issues and a lot of family issues and a lot of health excuse me, health issues. Um, I guess my real question comes back to what am I going to do with this? Expect God to dot, 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 or am I going to come at it differently and say, God, show me, what are you trying to teach me through this? I feel like I'm, um, and I can't even say their names this morning. I've said them a thousand times, but Meshach. Shadrach, Meshach, Meshach and Abednego. I mean, I feel like I'm there, but I want you to put the fire out. Mm-hmm. I want, when I step in, you know, and, and it just came to my mind, Daniel's and Daniel the and the lion den. And, you know, you really get to the point that... Um, you you have a plan that you expect God to handle this way. And and that's not the way it works. Um, and so I really, 
really just sitting here thinking it through. It's, it's really, how do we rely on God to that level? How do we, how do we get to that point? And, you know, I, I go back to, if you're not asking the question, you're not going to find the answer. If you're not interested in learning, guess what? You won't learn. Um, and so are you asking the question in your life situation? Well, and I think, too, you're not going to get the answer if you're not spending time with God, if you're not in his word, if you're not spending time with him. If, um, you know, I was, there's a lot of thoughts that went through my head this morning about my sister and what if this and what if that. There's so many scenario, different scenarios we play. Um, and just really... Uh, one of the questions that I have, um, my next thought was, you've got to go to the Bible to find out. Because I can listen to pastors, and they're great. Most of them are great and have words of wisdom. But I want to know for sure. I want to know what God says about my question. I want to know what his um, words tell me. Because the thing of it is, every question that you have he has an answer for in his word. Sometimes you have to dig deeper, but that's the beauty of it. And sometimes you don't like the answer. Exactly. exactly. Or agree with it. Or agree with <laughs> it. And, and I guess that's, that's really my question for you today, that whoever's listening is, is what are you looking for God to do today? Mm-hmm. Um. Are you really coming at it from a genie in the bottle aspect or are you coming from it of God show me what, what I'm supposed to learn through this? Cause it makes no sense. Uh, th- this is, you know, in my mind and I think back, you know, there's times I've told God, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Why am I having to go through this? Um, you know, but I- I'm all, in our depths of our worst times that we've had in our marriage, in our life, in our, we've had two choices. We either blame him and turn from him and walk away and try to solve them ourselves. Um, or we go to him and say, what am I supposed to learn? Surrender it, surrender it. And, and what does this look like? Lord, I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. I'm lost. I, I think your plan sucks. Whatever you have to say to get on that communication with God, because he knows your heart. Mm-hmm. It's not the words that come out of your mouth that matter. It's your heart. Yes. And it's how you communicate to him because that's, I think of, you know, so many stories in the Bible where, you know, one where Jesus says, you are healed because of your faith. My question is, if he doesn't know your heart, how did he know her faith? Mm. So it's not the verbal words you say that are so critical for God to dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. It's more your heart. Where are you searching from in in a heart? Sometimes it's crying out. I understand. But sometimes it's a heart of learning. 
or being even willing to learn or be willing to accept the answers that you don't want to hear. I know me and Susan hit a point in life where we sold a truckload of stuff. Um, but the real lesson was in it for me was you got yourself here. Mm. It wasn't me that got you here. You know, God wasn't involved in the beginning story. So how can he be involved in the end of the story? Um, you know, I, I don't have any great answers for what we're going through or what some of you are going through. Um, but when you ask, what are you trying to show me it? Number one, it shows humility. Yes. Number two, it shows a willingness to learn. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I, I just, if you don't have the words, don't worry about it. If the words come out wrong, because I think some people, we, we all, I grew up in a Southern Baptist church where only the pastor and the deacon prayed and they were all so fluid and they were all so worded correctly. And they were all this, that, and rather what I found out, I don't care if you're screaming at God. I don't care if you're crying out to God. I don't care what the, what the verbal emotion is. But what's your heart? Well, and that last night we got some not so good news. And I just, you know, we've been praying for so long um, for my sister and it feels like forever. It hasn't been. But um, I literally had no words like I, God. I just I don't even know what to pray anymore. And so just hear my heart. Um, and um, and he does, you know, he. The Bible says somewhere, and I don't know where, that through our moans, let the Spirit will moan, will, will take our request to Him when we don't have the words. Um, and so even if you don't have the words, He knows your heart, and um, He hears them. Allow the Spirit to intercede for you if you can't. And that's right there to myself. <laughs> right, and that's... That's what all of this podcast today is really doesn't have dead layer squat to do with you. Um, we're, we're just talking through what we're currently going through and, and the things we're saying that need to be done are only really for us. Um, and if somebody gets something out of it, it's a bonus. Uh, exactly. No. And I agree with that completely because you know, it's not easy. Um, you know, they, me. they say, I've heard before, you know, money will make you happy or, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. Worldly, you can do a lot of fun things with money by all means. But, you know, you think of all the people who had money, but yet died. Mm -hmm. what, what, where was their happiness laid in? And money to me is not a bad thing. I'm not saying that you should give away all your money. I'm not in that camp. But what I'm saying is if money, if the love of money is your focus and the fun things that money can buy, then, then you, if you don't have your health, what do you really have? You can have a gazillion dollars, but if you're on your deathbed, what That's, good does it do? You're still going to die. You're still going to die. So I, I mean, I'm, and I'm talking to myself as well, but 
it's really one of those things of, of when you turn and look, what are you expecting out of God today? Hmm. And, and you know the list that's in your head. I know the list that's in my head. Are they for God's glory and God doing something cool? Or is it to promote me and where I go? Um, so it's really comes down again. I'm, I'm focusing back on the heart. What is your true nature? And if you don't ask the question, you will never get the answer because you're not looking for an answer. You're, you're assuming you already know. And what I found traditionally through our, all of our situations, what I thought I, who I was or what I knew, I was desperately wrong desperately wrong because that was not my true heart that was not my true and at the end of it it was about me yeah and and that's so we're going to cut a little bit short today it's just there's a lot going on in our heads and and we're struggling uh we'd appreciate your prayers because we we really we're where you're at we don't know and and there's a lot of situations currently going on that we're involved in to where we're, we're just trying to seek God and say, okay, I I don't understand this. Mm -hmm. I do expect healing, but I don't know what that really means in my head. And, and for God to show us through this situation. Yeah. And I would just, um, no matter where you're at, good, bad, ugly, or indifferent, I would just encourage you and ourselves to go out and love other people like Jesus does because our world is in a shambles all by itself and people just need to know they're loved. And if you haven't been loved like Jesus loves and you've got more hurt, ask, Lord, show me how to love someone like you love them. Yes. It is capable. That is the reason why we're married Yeah, is because, you know, when things get bad, what I find out is I'm looking at Susan through my eyes and seeing a broken and flawed person. And she's looking at me through her eyes and seeing a broken and flawed person. Mm-hmm. We're not seeing each other through God's eyes. So just a little bit of encouragement. God's got this. It may not be what we got planned, but he does have this. Guys, we love you. Share the podcast, and we appreciate all all you guys listening. Have a great day.